Welcome to Fuck It, Get Naked. This is a podcast by Boudoir by Tiff Smith. I am Tiffany. Nice to meet y'all. For anybody that doesn't know me, I am a full-time boudoir photographer out of Periopolis, Pennsylvania. I am in the old theater building right in the middle of town, which is actually a really cool old building. It was built in the 50s or somewhere around there. I probably should have fact check that. I didn't, but, um, it's a really old building. I actually now rent the upstairs, which is the shooting space. And now the downstairs, which we have turned into after dark, it is a small boutique and also where you come for hair and makeup before your session. And we do our reveal sessions there. So after your shoot, you come back and see me in about 10 days, 10 to 14 days and we do your reveal. So basically, I figured since this is the first podcast I'm doing, and I'm really nervous, and we'll see how I do with this, but I would talk a little bit about photography, how I got started, when I started my own business, how I started my own business, um, where I was before and where I am now. I'm going to explain why fuck it, get naked. Um boudoir especially and what it means to me um different things that inspire me like music movies stuff like that um and having support and how much that actually helps so to get started I'm going to talk about how I started so for my whole life I can remember actually I remember my very first Polaroid camera and I know those have made a comeback recently but back in the day I mean the film for those were like I don't know it was like early 90s I mean I was young um they were cheap but I didn't have a job and I was a kid and like you know I always wanted these like these Polaroid like refills and I would carry it around everywhere and I would just take pictures of anything I could take pictures of And, um, my parents actually ended up with like back in the day, you know, a 35 millimeter camera, which was like a really nice camera. And I was constantly buying film and then, um, I'd send it away to get developed, you know, right away. I would take that thing to school with me in middle school. I remember having the camera with me all the time. I was taking pictures of everybody in school. And I remember in eighth grade, we did like like it was like a graduation type newspaper thing for like leaving middle school. Um, and I remember like taking pictures for that. And I never really knew back then what I'd be doing now, but I just knew how much I loved doing it. It's funny how, you know, in life, things like that happen. Like you don't, you don't always pay attention to that, but you know, if it's something that you're meant to do, eventually it will snag your attention and get you So I was always carrying around that camera and then, um, you know, they introduced one hour developing and holy fuck, all of Walmart could not contain the amount of film I was getting developed. Like it was, I was, um, taking pictures constantly. And I I will say, I do miss film photography a little bit. I miss that surprise of getting those blurred images back when you totally like fucked it up. And I don't even know how people fucked it up back then because it was like a camera today, compared to a camera back then, I mean, it took a lot more 
science to use one correctly back then. But like now, like your settings have to be right. You have to shake to really fuck it up. I mean, it it's definitely different. So back then, though, I mean, I think I created the first selfie, to be honest with you. I actually have a picture from like 1997 where I'm, you know, taking a selfie on one of those disposable Kodak cameras. And um, I just remember how happy taking pictures always made me feel. And it wasn't pictures of me. It was pictures of other people. And I just enjoyed watching people and catching moments and... Um, Again, never knew then what I was going to come do now. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So in 2014, um, my husband got out of the Marine Corps and we were getting ready to go on vacation. We were going to Hawaii to go, you know, back and visit because we hadn't been there in so long. And I was looking for a camera to take over there. Something a little better than, you know, the little digital cameras that we had out at that point. I wanted something that I could take really nice pictures on. You know, that's what I was thinking. So I bought a Canon Rebel 3, I think it was. Um, that was my first camera. It's my baby. It is actually down at the studio. I have it down there on display. I don't use it anymore. But that was the camera I bought. And um, we went over to Hawaii and I took pictures. And I was like oh, this thing's amazing, you know? And um, I tried to do some sunset photos and I took probably, I think if we had over 1,500 photos from our vacation. They're all on my Facebook, on my personal Facebook page. And I was so proud of all those, you know, because I was like, this camera's badass. Well, um, we came home and two years later, my daughter was getting ready to graduate high school, Morgan, which you guys all know Morgan. And I... Uh, I wanted to do her senior photos. So we were kind of contemplating on hiring somebody, obviously. And then it was like the procrastinators that we are. It was late August. And I was like, well, we didn't get anybody to do this. Maybe I should do it. I got this nice camera. You know, I can do this. And um, I, this is how I operate, which getting inside my head is crazy. Most people can't understand it. But I think that's with most artists that like when you have a vision of something, you will literally go full speed ahead until it's completed. And um, it, we were on a whim, as like I said, I do everything. We decided to go down to Layton underneath Layton Bridge. And I told her, I was like, throw a dress on. She had just woke up from a nap. I was like, throw a dress on. We're going to Layton. We're going to take your senior pictures. I grabbed a couple suitcases. I grabbed a hat. And she got dressed. I had had the vision of her outfit. It was super cute. She had a jean jacket on, little pink dress, knee socks, boots, and a cute little hat. At, at that point, like, um, they were in style. It was like the fedora hats or whatever. And um, I was like, let's go. We're going to go take your pictures. That's all I took with me. And I took her pictures, and I loved them. I mean, they were they were great. And so what we did was we took Reese down there. Afterwards, we came home, we grabbed Reese because I was like, I had another idea, you know, um, and we took Reese and did some pictures of them together and basically explained what it's like for a sibling to lose another one once they graduate and like move on with their life. So then I started telling a story and I'm like, I really want to do this. Like, I love doing this, right? Like, again, I'm just thinking, eh, I'm going to do this. This is something I want to do. And I started shooting for friends and started practicing on my friend's kids and, you know, my daughter's friends. And 
Like, I would drag out our entire living room, like, all of my extra furniture in the house to go set makeup sets outside. We would do, you know, flowers and a couch and an old door and um, anything I could get. Chairs, it didn't matter. I was taking it, I was taking it wherever I could go to go take pictures. We had a 14-foot trailer on the back of our Escalade at the time and I'd load it up with the Escalade loaded up and we would just go and I would just take pictures. And I remember like several times like I would set up a shoot or something and Brian would be coming home. I'm like, hey, we got to load up the trailer. And he would just roll his eyes like, oh, here we go again. You know, we moved our furniture inside and out so many times it came in count. But as, as I was doing it, I developed even more passion for photography. And then I just started kind of doing things on the side for people. Like once in a while I'd do like senior sessions or, um, you know just pictures of the kids and stuff, friends, kids. Well, and I thought I was the fucking bomb. Let me tell you, like, I would look at my stuff and be like, damn, this shit is good, you know? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Growth. We'll just put it, you know. You know, I think that's a great thing, though. When, When you start out and you get excited about what you've created, your art that you've created, it it sparks a fire in you to continue creating more art. And that's when you grow. And that's when you see the changes that you've made and the progression you've made. And, you know, over time, you see, even though you thought something was badass back in the day, and now you're here, you are seven years later, and you're like, uh, no, that, that wasn't really that good. But progression happens and growth. And it's okay to look back on those things and be like, Ooh, I can't believe that was me. I can't believe I did that. And I was that proud of that. Actually, my first boudoir session was with, um, a girl in the group. Her name's Liz. And, um, she's actually coming back next month for another one. Um, oh my God, we did that session. My settings, everything was wrong. Everything. Okay. Um, I was starting to finally shoot manual mode. I thought I could do this. Like, Oh, I'm like, it was shadows everywhere. It was underexposed. It was overexposed. I mean, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. It was over contrasting everything. But I'm like, I'm, I got this business. I'm going to do this business. And um, I'm going to open my own studio. You know, like, just reviewing back on things. I, I just can't believe that I thought I was that good. But hindsight's 2020, And um, I'm glad I was bad. I'm, I'm glad I was bad. And that I can recognize that and grow because I feel like I've grown so much in the past several years that um, I'm actually proud of where I am now. So, and I can continue to grow and probably look back on this period of my life in the next five years and be like, oh my God, girl, you thought you were good. You know, but I look forward to those days. Um, why? F- so let's fast forward a little bit. We'll go back to 2006 when I did Morgan's senior photos. I was working a full-time job at the po- at that time. Um, I was working for a local company in New Stanton. Um, I was working for Caterpillar and I was a service coordinator there and I had just recently got hired there and I was really excited about my job and you know my husband worked there and um, we were going to work together coming home. It was nice you know like I really enjoyed that job. I was making decent money. Finally, I broke into a job where, you know, I was making good money and he was making good money and 
We, you know, were on the same work schedule. We had a baby at the time he was in daycare, but Morgan was a senior in high school. Reese was in eighth grade. You know, Josh was young, but, um, like things were finally like going really good in life. And I kind of put all of my photography dreams like on the back burner at that point because I was okay. You know, I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I had a career and family and kids and, you know, time, which <laughs> anybody that knows now, I, I really don't have much time anymore. But, you know, I was just living life the way I guess I thought I was supposed to be. And, um, I picked the camera back up again in 2018 and started doing like side stuff. Um, I did some shoots with my daughter and her friend Chris and um, like we did like a street dancer ballet type thing and we were doing like different like photo contests for um, the local cheer gym, gym, sorry, that my daughters were both members of. And um, I, once I picked my camera back up, I was like, oh man, I miss this. You know, I really want to do this again. And so I started doing senior sessions again. I was doing a couple of little weddings here and there. I did um, family sessions and I started getting booked. And I was like, oh my God. So I was working full time plus doing photography on the side, which meant now my weekends and evenings were getting filled up. And I did that for probably a year yeah, it was a year. And then I, in 2019, decided, well, I had to leave my other job for other reasons that I don't really know that I can talk about, but um, they were forcing me out anyway. They didn't want me there because I have a mouth and an attitude and I don't take nobody's shit. And um, they didn't like that about me. And some other stuff had come up, some things had happened, and I felt so cornered and when I got to that place I was kind of contemplating on if this is what I wanted to do with my life or was there another career path for me um you know I was 37 years old and I was like I have no idea I thought I figured it out you know and um here you know my job was not going very good after being there for as long as I was and they um they really loved me at first, but you know after some things had happened and I spoke up and um, they wanted me gone, but they wouldn't fire me. So my back was against a wall. I felt like um, everything I did, they were like they had me under a microscope. They were micromanaging everything I was doing, and um, I felt suffocated. I felt like I had to get out and I had to do it fast. Well, at that point, like I said, I was super busy with like bookings and stuff. And again, at that point, I wasn't really that good. Okay. I'm going to be real with you. I wasn't that good. I had great ideas. And I think people like that about me. And I'm a personable person. Like I'm easy to get along with. People like my personality. They liked my work. But I guess they say, you know, you're your hardest critic. But at the same time, like I knew my work wasn't that great. But the passion and the timing and the pressure all just kind of happened all at the same time where I ended up putting in my two week notice in 2019 and I said, I'm leaving and I'm going to just do this full time. I went literally again on a whim. I won it. I went and looked at the studio and I, well, we went down there and got the phone number. I called the man, I asked him if I could see it. I went and seen it two days later 
and I was like, I'm running it. I had literally no money. Okay. Besides what I had, like, I didn't have any like startup capital. I didn't have anything like saved for this. Um, I'm like, I'm running it. And it was a thousand dollars down. Like I had to pay my rent and my, you know, uh, security deposit. And I, um, I had the thousand bucks. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing this right now. And then, um, I left my job. I cashed in my retirement. I had a $5,000 check in my retirement and I put every dime of that money into my business. So when I got it, I bought a new camera, which was a Canon 80D, not ADD, 80D. Um, I got a good lens, a 50 millimeter lens, which was only like $300, um, which isn't the best lens that they have, no, but it was a value lens and it was a good lens. And I bought a laptop that absolutely fucking sucked from HP. And then I bought furniture because in my head, I'm like, oh, I can do it all. I can be a newborn photographer. I can be a family session photographer. I can be a portrait photographer for senior photos. And I can do boudoir and I can do like in my head, I was going to do it all. I was, I was heading a hundred mile an hour to the finish line before I was even started. And, um, I will tell you that that leads to quick burn out. I was charging $50 a session. I, you know, $75, $100 for senior sessions and it's burnout because your name gets out there, which I was very thankful for. Don't get me wrong. Like I was so thankful for having the work. I was so thankful for people believing in me. But when you are so overworked, I mean, I was booking three sessions for one day. I had, you know, 30 sessions booked a month. I, I was overworked and not making enough money to sustain my business. And I got burnt out and and it didn't take long, like at all. So I decided in 2020 towards the end of the year that I was going to cut off everything else. Um, well with COVID happening, I'm sorry, it was 2019. It was at the end of 2019. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, I'm done with everything else. I'm only going to try to do maybe senior photos and boudoir. And, um, COVID happened. And then, you know, we decided to do the class of 2020 project, um, with the Fraser students because, you know, they, they were robbed of so much their senior year. And, um, I got up with a friend's daughter and I was like, let's go take some pictures at the school. Well, that turned into, um, a huge story. Um, long story short, it made it onto the news. It went to CNN. Um, I ended up taking senior photos of all the kids um, in the Fraser Senior Class of 2020. Well, most of them. But what that did for me, it was so rewarding because like celebrating each of the kids every single night when I'd be done, I'd come home. I worked literally every single day until I got them done. I was supposed to put a video together for them and then my computer had crashed and I lost literally everything because that shitty ass computer I bought that I talked about earlier. Um... I was so devastated over that because I was trying to transfer things. At the time, I didn't have the external hard drive. I was trying to transfer things from the other computer to the new computer, and I just lost everything. And um, that totally broke my heart because I wasn't ever able to actually finish their video. I mean, they got their photos, but I wasn't able to finish their video. And um, that bothered me. But what was great about that was that I had so much practice, and it was all free. Okay, so it took the pressure off of me. I was working for free, but it was, I didn't have any pressure. 
um, I was learning my camera. Like I was shooting a manual. I was learning my settings. I was learning lighting. There's a science to all of it. And I was learning it through those sessions because I had nothing but practice every single day. You know, there's, there's a lot of photographers out there that don't work for free. They, they, they won't do it. I'm not that person. Like doing the free work is what rewarded me and it comes back to me. You know, I feel that way. That's why I do a lot of free stuff in the boudoir group because um, it's about you guys. It's not about me. It's not about the money. It is about you. You know, it's about my client. It is about the person sitting in front of me. It's about them having a great experience. And if there's little things that I can do, you know, I am being rewarded by learning something new. You know, I'm always learning doing this job. So if I'm doing a group session with you guys in the group, then I, I could learn something, some new technique or something as I'm doing it. And I'm like, oh my God, see, if I went and went and did this, I wouldn't have learned it. You know, like I am always open to new experiences and doing what I can to help other people out. I love giving back. That That's who I am. I enjoy doing it. So um, those sessions I'll always do. Um, I won't be able to do them all the time, but I will continue doing them. So the class of 2020 project really opened that up even for the boudoir stuff and everything because I saw how rewarding that actually was. I saw how happy people were and I was able to do that for somebody. I was just donating my time and what little talent I had to make someone's day better. And that is so important to me. So I will continue doing that stuff. Um, What boudoir means to me, Um, I ended up, selecting boudoir mainly because like I told you guys I was so burnt out from doing everything I couldn't figure out locations anymore things were getting old to me um like going to Cedar Creek Park or going to Round Hill Park or going to Nemecolon or going you know to the Sampy Park and Perry like everything was getting old to me I am stimulated by change okay I get inspired through music. I get inspired through movies. I get inspired through art. I can hear a song and I can see and visualize an entire photo session after I hear it. And that's kind of what happened with Reese's senior photos recently. Like, um, she was born over in Hawaii and we kind of wanted to incorporate that into her senior photos because we want to tell her story. Um, photography is storytelling to me, you know? And, um, when I heard the song from the Disney Alani when we were over there. Um, I listened to it again this summer and I was like, boom, there it is. I was able to see her entire session in my head before we went and did it. And anybody that's ever shot with me before, especially theme sessions, they know like my head starts, I go again. There's that 100 mile an hour until I hit the finish line. Like go, 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 go until I get it accomplished and get it done. You can't handle being in my head. Um, get inside an artist's head and it's just, it's chaos. It's complete chaos, but we understand it. We get it. We can maintain it. Like it's, it's truly a gift. And I, I love when I get like that because I hear something, I see something and I'm instantly inspired and I try to make it happen. And with boudoir, I felt that way every single session. Like I felt inspired. I felt empowered because I'd see someone when I'd show them the back of the camera during their shoot and they're like, oh my God, that's me. I can't believe that's me. I've seen people during the reveals saying, oh my God, that's me. I've seen people cry. I've, you know, and just 
can't believe that they are as beautiful as they are. They just don't ever see it for themselves. And I get to see that every single session. And to make a woman or a man feel beautiful and feel empowered and feel connected to themselves is the most rewarding part of this job. I made a post in the group the other day about, you know, Michaela and her session. And I actually watched what was great about it though is her, her husband was there too. So I was able to watch him watch her as I'm watching her and I'm taking her photos and the girl just came alive. And in that moment, I felt it off of her and I get to do that every single session. I feel you come alive. I feel you finally feel comfortable in your skin. I feel you like you see yourself the way everybody else sees you. And that is so rewarding. It is so rewarding to me. So that's why I went boudoir. I decided to stick to one genre for the, for the most part um, because it never got old to me. That feeling is constant, you know, and I want to continue making people feel that way. I want to, I want to continue feeling that way as I do it. So it's an emotional connection. It's an experience. It's an experience for you. It's an experience for me. And it's, we're forever connected after that. Like I can see the girls that I've shot to this day and um, like we're friends, you know, we become friends. Like I see you naked, literally, like the wall comes down. This is where the fuck it get naked comes from. It's not about taking off your clothes. You drop your wall. You let me in to parts of you that you don't let people in, you know, um, and you don't even realize you're doing it until you're there. And you get to experience the beauty of who you are. And that's getting raw. That's getting real. That's getting naked. And that's why I um, decided to use that as my motto back in like 2017. Is motto still a word? I think that's it, right? Like catchphrase, whatever. Um, Because I want to see you vulnerable. I want to see you real. I I mean, I've had a girl, um, oh God, I don't want to say her name, but she started crying in the middle of her session, you know? And then I started crying with her because I, well, for one, I cry all the time, as you guys know, but like seeing her so vulnerable with the walls down, so naked, so real, um, it was a truly moving experience for both of us. And um, I was glad I got to be there for her for that. And she saw it, you know, for, for who she was, she saw herself and um, it was beautiful. It was truly beautiful. So I believe if, you know, photographers, we have many of them in the group. I have a lot of friends that are photographers and I'm not one of those photographers that'll push you away because you're a photographer. I actually enjoy your company and enjoy working with you. I enjoy learning with you. Um, I will tell you this, no matter what you decide to do, keep going, fall forward. You're going to fall a hundred times. Just keep falling forward. Pick yourself back up a hundred times, dust yourself off and keep going. Photographers are everywhere. We're a dime a dozen, literally every time, you know, you get on those Facebook, um, what's those pages like the yard sale pages or whatever they are. Um, you see when someone's looking for a photographer, how many are listed in the comments. I mean, we're literally everywhere. The competition is strong, you know, but nobody can give what you can give. Okay. People that hire you are hiring you for you. It's not just your work. It's who you are. It's how you sell yourself. It's, you know, your personality that people are attracted to. 
do not ever give up on yourself. You're going to have bad shoots. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have bad weeks. You're going to have bad sessions. You know, you're going to have hard clients. You're going to have, you know, days where you're like, why did I do this? I walked away from a full-time job with benefits, with a retirement to start my dream because I believed in it that much. And that was on a whim. Running my studio was on a whim. Starting the boutique was on a whim. Um, doing this podcast today was on a whim. And I was afraid I wouldn't have anything to talk about. And here I've been talking to you guys for, I don't know. My screen's black. I can't even tell you. But it's been a long time. So speak from your heart. Whatever it is you do, whether it's photography or anything in your life, do it with all of your heart. Put your passion into it. It will reward you. And if you fall down, get back up and keep going. The most important thing is I can tell you though is to have a strong support system, which I have been so fortunate with. I have Brian who has literally built my dreams with his bare hands. I have my kids who are now working at the boutique. They, you know, Morgan is my hair and makeup artist. She she's my assistant basically. She's there all the time. Now she's managing the store. You know, she puts her whole heart into that store. That's mine, but she has taken it under her wing. I've made her a store manager. It's her baby now, you know. Um, Reese has donated time watching Josh or coming down and painting and, you know, helping me move furniture, putting things together, you know, looking at um, some of my old work and stuff and, like, telling me what she thinks of it. And, I mean, it's been a full family event. Josh comes down to the studio. He helps me clean. He'll clean, you know, he loves the Windex, the table, and the mirror. He loves doing that. He hangs out in my studio. I watch him hang out in there like it's some kind of magic place to him, you know. Um, But I have a strong support system. Strong support definitely helps. Um, Not saying that you can't do it without it because you can do anything you put your mind to. But having that support system has definitely enabled me to pursue things the way that I wanted to. Um, Brian has financially backed me a little bit. Um, I've had months where I was very slow, not slow, but slow making money. I've always been busy since I've started, but I'm slow making money. He backed me and like paid, helped me pay my bills while, you know, I was getting myself on track, things like that. You need some support. And if you don't have that, reach out to me. I'll be your support. I might not be able to financially carry you, but I will tell you to keep going. I'll give you advice. I'll help you edit a photo. Um, I'll do whatever I can to, to help you out, you know, and I think women empowering women, even in the same type of work, it speaks volumes. You know, um, I don't look at like any of you like you're my competition. I look at you as my friends and um, it's all mindset. It, it, it's 100% all mindset. You get what you put out and I, I want good to come back to me always. And that's in the back of my mind all the time. The way I treat you guys is the way I want to be treated. And, um, I'll always be there for you. So just kind of, you know, keep that in mind. You ever need me for anything, you definitely reach out. But, um, I guess I've had you guys on here long enough and I'm actually running into over dark right after dark right now. It's nine Oh six. So I'm going to go ahead and get off here. I hope you guys enjoyed the first podcast. Um, this was just basically an introduction of me and my business and where I've been and where I hope to go. And, um, we'll 
get into some other topics here soon. We're going to do after darks and relationship advice and, um, you know, more stories about my life. You know, I'm going to have some people in from the group. We'll do some interviews, stuff like that. You know, just try to keep it fun. But if there's anything you actually want to hear, you want to know about, you want to talk about, let me know and we will talk about it. Uh, they won't all be complete train wrecks. This one was actually sincere and from my heart. I spoke from my heart. I don't like to blog, like I said, I, but I do like to talk. So um, I will definitely try to lighten this up a little bit, but I figured for the first one, I figured new people in the group, or even some of the older group members that don't really know me, I wanted you to kind of get to know me a little bit. So all right, I guess I'm signing off for tonight. I will see you guys next time. Bye.